Welcome to Sober Pop Playback, a look into our weekly chat about all things sober pop culture. Sober is not only not boring, it's actually pretty damn entertaining. Are you missing out on all the best sober podcasts, quit lit shows, and hot topics? Do you want to know where to get the latest sober swag or any drinks? Then come hang out with us on Wednesday nights at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern on the Sober Pop Club on the Clubhouse app. This is a collaborative podcast where anyone is welcome to join the conversation. Grab your favorite booze-free beverage and come to our virtual hangout with all our favorite people. You are officially invited. What you are about to hear is a recording of last week's Clubhouse conversation. Share a screenshot of you listening to the playback and tag at Sober Pop so we can give you a shout out. Thanks for checking out Sober Pop. Where the conversation always always pop. pop. (laughs) I I love it. 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 (laughs) That's the best. Without further ado, let's get in to a Sober Girls Guide University. Jessica, would you like to introduce yourself and give us give us kind of a lay of the land? Yes. Oh my God, Elise, thank you so much. Can you hear me okay? I just I just want to make sure my headphones are okay because they were kind of going in and out. So if anyone can like give me a flick of the microphone or let me know. Good. Sweet. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, first of all, Elise, thank you so much for doing this and hosting this and having us here. It's really awesome and fun to talk to everyone. Um, and thank you for writing and interviewing all the like amazing, amazing coaches that have been coming out of this program. I feel like a proud mom. Like everyone is killing it and they're so good at what they do and their niche and they're just so so inspiring so um where should i start i guess um i am the founder and creator i guess those are the titles <laughs> of a sober girl's guide um which started off as just a little blog about my meanderings of sober life and trying to get there and trying to make it work after being um in and out of a and 12 step and kind of not not digging it not for me so I started a blog and social media came afterwards and then a podcast came afterwards and the rest is kind of history I I went back to school I got a coaching certification I did this like big long really expensive (laughs) coaching certification and I took you know my 10 years of experience and that coaching certification and I created my own coaching business Um, over the pandemic I realized that I had definitely overextended myself and I couldn't serve everyone that was reaching out I think we all experienced that over the pandemic is it was pandemonium right it was like I mean it still is it's it was just extremely heightened I guess um, eight months to a year ago and I thought thought I could be everywhere and do everything and help everyone, which uh, turns out you can't. Surprise, surprise. Um, So I found myself not having any other coaches or people to then refer clients out to. And I'm like, this is bad. Like, 
I am not helping anyone at this point, right? Like I'm trying to, you know, spread myself too thin and it doesn't, it doesn't work. So I had been, uh, you know, cultivating, owning my own um, kind of, I guess, methodology of coaching and um, going through this, this program, this structure that I've set up over the uh, past, uh, I guess, four years now of coaching. And I had a really solid, great program that had a really great success rate. And I'm like, well, why don't I, first of all, teach other women how to do this, but also help them start their own businesses. You know, during the pandemic, a lot of women also lost their jobs. Women were primarily affected by uh, from getting laid off in the pandemic. It's like the numbers are crazy. And so, you know, a lot of single moms, a lot of women um, not really knowing what to do or where to go. And I'm like, this is perfect. Like I can help, you know, the, like both ends of, of, of the spectrum here, you know, help other women get help, but also help other women who have been through recovery and who've found sobriety also have an awesome kick-ass dream job. Like who doesn't want to pay it forward and help other women? So it was like just a win-win situation. and. So that's what there. That's um, kind of how the certification process came about, and um, Sober Girl Academy came, came to be. Um, I do have a special announcement, but I'll I'll wait till the end because I just uh, solidified a deal with one of my one, a podcaster that I really look up to, and um, yeah, I I won't I won't spoil the surprise, but I'll save it for for the end. Um, so basically, I, I want to create this academy for sober women who want to create their, their own businesses. And I want to provide tools, certification classes, you know, kind of teach women what, what I've been doing, um, because I believe I have a really kick ass, awesome job. And I love it. I am so lucky. Like, I don't feel that I have to go to work every day because I love what I do so much. And so if I can pass that on and pass those skills and that knowledge down to someone to start their own business and really love their job too, like that is so great. Who doesn't want to do that? You know, and there's lots of stuff that I learned along the way, the hard way, <laughs> the real hard way um, <laughs> that, you know, I, I want to help people avoid. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of, the long and short of it thanks for letting me speak you know uh, i can't speak for everyone but i'm gonna i'm gonna venture that we're all addicts here so to tell us that you have an announcement but then hold it to the end I, did anyone else get like like i was like come on i need to know right now i need to know right now i need to know right now patience um, okay. is a virtue it's okay. it's okay i'm learning to have patience um thank you so much for for sharing your story and your journey i have fangirled you for a long time now and I love, I love your snark and, and your sense of humor. Uh, you know, I love your merch. Um, that is how Brooke and I kind of found each other. We realized we were buying all the same uh, sober clothing and we were building out a bestie friendship wardrobe without even knowing it. Um, and I also love, I've heard you share before that you dropped out of college and I did too. And so uh, imposter syndrome, even after all my years in recovery can really kick in when I wonder, 
Am I doing the right thing? Am I the right person for this? Should I really be speaking at this thing? And um, I don't know. I just love your confidence and your boldness and the fact that you're willing to put it all out there and show other women um, how they can build, you know, their dream situation. So with that, would you like to introduce your two sober gals that we have here tonight so they can share a little bit about their story and their experience going through the course? Yes, absolutely. I would love to. Let's start with Andra. Andra's been kicking butt. Hi, good evening. Thanks, Jess, and thanks, Elise. I'm happy to be here. And yeah, I really enjoyed the coaching certification. So my story is I actually just celebrated one year alcohol-free on October 1st. So was really excited about that. And as probably a lot of us, I just had no idea that life could be like this incredible <laughs> without alcohol. I think a lot of people get, you know, scared and are unsure of what that might look like. And then I also just, as I was going through my journey of becoming alcohol free, it just took a while to get through. And I think a lot of that was because I just didn't realize there were so many options out there. And an option like a lot of what is offered in Jess's certification, where there are coaches out there where it's not, you know, just nothing against AA, but there's more than just AA meetings and and things like that. And just wanted to make sure that everybody who was looking to either take a break from alcohol or quit drinking had options and an option that would speak to them. And I just felt that I would be remiss if I didn't try to help others by sharing all of the stuff that I learned along maybe becoming alcohol free. So that's why I took that course. And yeah, I've since launched my business. It's awakeningnewcoaching.com and have had some clients and I do an Instagram and I have a couple of different Facebook groups and it's been a lot of fun. Awesome. Thanks, Andra. And next, Elisa. Hello, Elisa. Hi, guys. Oh, I was trying to figure out the mute. This is my first time on Clubhouse. So, hi, guys. Welcome. Um, hi, welcome. Hello. Yeah. Thank you so much, um, Jessica and Elise. Um, I'm so glad to be here. And just to kind of dive into my story. So, I'm an area administrator um, currently at a large franchise of, um, we do oil changes. So, it's like a lube tech. Um, we do oil changes. And I've been on my sober journey since 2016. And at the same time, I really just dove into my spiritual journey and spiritual awakening. Um, and in February of 2020 is the last um, time I had a drink. And so um, this, you know, through my spiritual journey, I've kind of like, and this complete soberness. Um, I've just been trying to really see how I can give back um, to other women. And so in my free time, pretty much like every night and every weekend, um, I'm just working on my spiritual business. So it's called Goddess Growth. And um, I do meditation. And I'm also a certified Reiki practitioner. So I do energy healing. And I was just really trying to figure out like, I needed some other offering that was just so soul aligned and I could really help people at a deeper level. And um, I've actually been following Jessica since 2016. 
2017, I've been listening to a Sober Girls Guide podcast and just have been obsessed with it. And I saw the ad for a Sober Girls Guide um, coaching program. And so it was immediate, like, F yes, like, I have to take this. Um, And I signed up and did it. And it was just such a great experience. Um, I feel like now I can take the knowledge that she's given me and really create an offering around um, kind of incorporating her structure, which I really didn't have any structure. So I just want to say like her coaching structure that she, you know, has so much knowledge and experience from was so awesome for me. And then I can incorporate like astrology and um, meditation and breath work and kind of make it my own. And it's just been such an awesome process. Um, I also was looking at a lot of coaching programs, like Jessica mentioned hers was super expensive. And so when I saw the price of hers, I was like, Oh my God, like I would pay way more for what I've gained from her and just a community of like-minded women and learning together. Um, it's just been awesome. So thank you guys. I love that so much. Okay. My first question for the room um, and it's for both of you. And then Jessica, I'll have a similar question for you, but slightly different. But I would like to hear what was something through the course that um, you got out of the course that surprised you that you weren't expecting? And then Jessica, the way I'd like you to answer the question is what is something that you've gotten from leading the course that you were surprised and you weren't expecting? Anyone can go first. I'll start. Um, this is Andra. So I think that Jess does a great job of explaining what her course offers, but I I don't think that she explains it as as in a way that it makes it as good as it really is because she provides so much detailed information um, as far as how to run each of the calls in like your group coaching sessions and even very specific coaching activities. So there are lots of very specific activities and just different things that you can use as part of your coaching calls that you take with you after the certification that have really helped me, you know, just different homework assignments and things like that. So there's a lot of of very detailed, specific information as well. Wow. Andra, thank you so much for that feedback. That's really nice. Um, I think... I think what I learned, this is such a great question, I think um, is how, uh, you know, how Elisa interpreted the the program is and how everyone else is kind of putting their um, kind of stamp on it and having their personality really shine through and tailoring it to their audience. You know, we do, we do, an exercise at the beginning called your client archetype and building out your ideal client and just the way that these women have really catered to their audience and really stepped up and into their authentic self is really inspiring. And I just feel really proud to, first of all, know these women because they're absolutely incredible, but then to actually see what they do with with the work and the stuff that the the course itself and, and really make it their own and really, you know, kind of breathe new life into it. 
also, it's always exciting. You know, I, I think everyone, especially in the coaching world, is concerned about, you know, competition. And I don't think that, that they kind of put that to, to rest, to be honest, because everyone is showing up so authentically to them, like how Elisa said, how she integrates, you know, um, astrology and, and different modalities in, into her coaching there is no competition for that. You know, when you're being your authentic self and really dialing in to who your uh, ideal client is, there is no competition. So I think to see everyone progress and really put their own stamp on it is just, I I just feel like a proud mom. Yeah, I love that, Jessica. Um, I would say for me, what I was surprised about is just how after taking it, like all of the fear, I mean, obviously, we all have somewhat, you know, fear around putting ourselves out there and what we're doing. But really, I can say a lot of the fear completely left me because Jessica does a great job of, of like explaining that, you know, as a coach, you're guiding women to and discover things for themselves like you're not telling them what to do we don't know what is the best option for each person because we're all so unique and it's like we can take her exercises and just create a completely tailored experience to each person and like know that we're not responsible for somebody else's sobriety you know like we're their coach we're here to help them cheer them on and like give them the tools to help themselves so I think it's just so much more empowering too for people to go through it as clients and know like I got sober because of myself and it takes so much pressure off of us as a coach to think that like, you know, if they can't keep the sobriety or if they have bumps in the road, that it's something that we did, you know, it kind of takes away a lot of that fear and just like knowing and perfectionism and just knowing like if we're showing up the best that we can with integrity and supporting them, that's the best we can do. So I think that's really what I gained from uh, the program. So thank you, Jessica. Mm-hmm. I'd actually love to talk about that client archetype um, that you were talking about earlier, Jessica, because that like ignited something in me. It was really, really cool to think about the experiences I've had and how I could relate that into becoming a coach. And for me, like what came up is like, oh my gosh, I could do sober grief coaching because grief is something I've had to walk through this year. I've learned so many tools and it's so neat how we turn this like tragedy, this really difficult thing to get through with sobriety, getting into recovery, all that stuff. Like we've all probably walked through something and it gives it a purpose. We're able to help and give back. And that's so beautiful. Um, Talk to me. I want to know, what do you guys see for your future with coaching like what are your plans who do you want to serve and and what does that look like going forward like what kind of life are you creating for yourself that's for everybody um do you want me do you want me to answer that yeah let's start with jessica the coaches let's start let's start with you jessica okay um I think for the future, I would love to kind of step back, to be honest. And I, you know, I'm slowly getting there. I'm slowly getting into the groove of that. Um, I am a control freak and I'm, I am recovering from that as well. (laughs) Um, But it also takes like a lot of trust, you know, like this is my baby and this is 
you know, I, I built this business for the past four or five years now. And so I want to make sure that the coaches that I'm handing clients down to that I completely trust to the utmost. But regardless of that, my long-term goals would be to, you know, have women go through the certification program and then, you know, be me being just a, a messenger, be a connector, really. So finding and matching women with their ideal coach, whether that's in their location or, um, you know, the same background as them, you know, whatever the specifics are, um, I would just like to be a connection hub, if you will. So that's, that's what I'm working towards. I'm slowly but surely getting there. So what brought you to that conclusion, like going through this process and helping all these women in, in like get sober and seeing that, um, what made you want to take a step back and, and look at the bigger picture and like, what kind of lifestyle are you creating by doing that? Uh, good question. I think that I would like to kind of put my attention um, to other things within the business. I mean, coaching does take up a lot of time for me and I really love it. Like I get so energized by it and that's why it's really hard for me to to kind of do that to make the transition right it's it's I just really love it um and I'm and I'm not saying that I will never coach again uh never say never but um you know I think Andra and Alisa are are here and they're prime examples of how you know they have different niches and they have different qualifications and they have just they're just different than me and I want to be able to really offer women who are coming into a sober girl's guide. I want to be able to offer them a full rounded kind of like buffet of coaches that serve their needs. I am only one person. And I think, you know, it's, it's foolish of me to think that I can help or relate to, to everyone. So, and it's not fair, you know, I, I want to, I want people to have variety. Um, I also want to, to kind of turn my attention um, to an app that I would like to build, um, which has to do with kind of building out this whole uh, Sober Girls Guide community. And that takes a lot of time and it's just like a completely different lane. And so, like I said in the beginning, splitting myself and thinking that I can be everywhere at once is not cool. and you know, everyone has suffered because of that. Um, and I don't want that to happen again. So I want to make sure that all the bases are covered. And, you know, like the coaches here, Andra and Alisa, they are more than qualified to take over and I trust them. So that's, you know, I, I'm kind of looking at this from a whole, like this is bigger than me. It's not just like this silly one woman show. Like, I think that's, just foolish so yeah that's where I'm at I really really love that and I think by doing that you're actually helping more people because you're helping people help people right so your reach is going to be bigger you're not going to be as stressed out (laughs) trying to do it all I love that so much Um, and I think that's a difficult thing to do as a business owner because this is like your baby so um, I'm so excited to watch what happens with a sober girl's guide Andrew how about you where do you want to take your business I'm 
still deciding that. I, I have a lot of options and a lot of different things that I've thought about. I'm trying not to do them all at once. <laughs> like, like Jess, I try to do lots of things. And um, I think one of the things that led to drinking in the first place for me was my little perfectionist personality. <laughs> so I would like to eventually maybe incorporate my, my husband and I struggled with infertility. And that's been another thing that I've been really passionate about besides the alcohol free movement. And, and that journey is also, um, you know, being a support for other women or couples or other people that have been going through that too. So maybe combining that somehow, or, you know, if there is folks that are, you know, maybe that infertility has led to drinking more, something like that. I also do have a personal trainer certification. So I've also thought about incorporating, uh, maybe going a different route and incorporating that instead and doing more of like a well-rounded alcohol-free lifestyle that also incorporates like fitness and health and things like that as well. One of the things that Jess helped me with is, you have probably seen this on our website, but she has different groups for different cities across the world. And so her and I have a group together now that is specific to St. Louis. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. And we've been able to get a lot of women into that group too. And one of the things that I've been doing with that group is doing different alcohol-free social events. So that's been really fun. I've been able to make some sober friends that way. And that was a big thing that I was lacking when I was going through my journey. So I'd really like to continue working on that too. I love that so much. Connection really is a huge part of the recovery process and that like those groups that you put together, Jessica, like that they're being able to be used this way to get people together, especially women in recovery. We need to stick together. Um, that's great. Andrea, Andrea, thank you. How about you, Elisa? Um, yeah, so for me, um, my business is still a baby, so I'm still growing it and um, I hope within um, the year or less, I can leave my job and just really go full time into the coaching practice and um, my Reiki. And I think um, what I'm really looking into, like kind of a bigger vision is I want to eventually be able to have um, like host retreats and um, kind of create like a sober, like spiritual retreat uh, where we can just gather with like-minded women and um, maybe go to like different destinations and make a weekend or like four days out of it and just like really grow um, together and kind of get to know ourselves at the soul level Um, because that's really what we're kind of like the mission behind mine is like I feel like a lot of us struggled with um, substance abuse because we weren't really connected to ourselves well for speaking for myself I didn't really know myself on a deeper level and so cultivating that relationship with self, I feel like can really help alcohol just kind of fall away. And so, yeah, I think just focusing on my coaching business and then um, doing retreats in the future. I'm going to need to get all the information on that retreat when it happens, please. (laughs) You're speaking (laughs) my language. I love all the spiritual stuff. Um, Yeah, it's been a huge part of my recovery journey too. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. I am just loving everything I'm hearing. And for those of you that have not seen the post um, on the Sober Curator, I actually interviewed seven different women. I had way too much fun um, connecting with each of them and asking them about their experience going through Jessica's program. So you can check it out over at thesobercurator.com. If anyone down below in the audience would like to come up, 
um, please raise your hand and we would gladly let you up on stage to ask your questions. And Dominique, I see that your hand has been raised. I've tried multiple times to raise you up and it's not letting me. So if you put your hand down, I can try to invite you and we can see if that will bring you up. Um, I want to just kind of circle back on how many differences that there are in each of the women's programs that I spoke to. Um, what I really enjoyed when I was speaking with each of them, and Jessica, I guess I'm more talking to you about this, is um, the variety of not just their life experiences and their recovery journeys, but they were all at different um, points in their, in their recovery journey as far as time. You know, some people had a year, somebody else had more than 15 years, some people didn't have good experiences with 12 steps. Some people did have good experiences with 12 steps. And it was just so inspiring for me um, before even starting your program, just to hear all the different, that there were just so many, I think I thought it was just going to be kind of like the same woman in a box. And it was so opposite of that. And so I really want to applaud that um, for you because you are attracting all different types of people that are going to which is what we need, right? Like the tide rises all ships. And um, we know that connection is key. And we know that when somebody identifies with somebody else's story, that's where change can really come in. And um, although my personal goals aren't to be a recovery coach, it's been really interesting for me to look uh, through this program and the, and the homework assignments and the exercises I've been doing, because I want to look at it through more of a recovery advocate on a corporate level. Um, perspective. And so it's been, it's, I, I, at first I was a little bit nervous that it might like hold me back from being able to envision that, but it's, it's been totally the opposite of that. And so um, for those of you that might have questions or think that it's not right for you, but you're, but you're interested, I would encourage you to, you know, ping Jessica, um, if you're not already following her, um, I'm sure she'd set up a short call with you to answer any additional questions you have that can't be answered here tonight. Um, but I've just had, I'm having such a great experience with it. And I just so thoroughly enjoyed all of the women that so they just, everybody was just gushing about what a great experience they had. And there was just so much positivity, which, you know, after the year and a half that we're coming off of, uh, so refreshing, so refreshing to hear so much positivity. Okay, I have a question. Um, I want to know about some of those setbacks you were talking about, Jessica, so the road bumps that you came across in your business. What were those or just a couple examples? And like, how did you get over them? Oh, God. <laughs> Where do I begin? Um, I, I mean, literally, I've literally had roadblocks in every sector of, of my business. Um, I mean, first and foremost, I think, I think that I'm like techie, but I'm not. And I keep trying to convince myself that I am. Um, and then so I'll just spend like hours, like, I don't know how to delegate my time properly. And when you're in this, you know, this kind of space, time and content and being able to produce is is kind of the name of the game, right? Like with the, with the site, we have a, a blog, a podcast, and then we have social media. Like that's a lot of content to produce. And so like right off the bat, like I sucked at time management. 
I was getting kind of derailed on things that didn't matter or that I didn't know about. And I was just, I was just so lost and I wasn't focusing on my like strengths in, in communication. Um, I was trying to kind of be like the jack of all trades, master of none. And it took up so much time and like essentially money you know i i tried like all these like apps and like tried to do all this like automation which can like add up like i know these these little apps and these programs are like maybe ten dollars a month but like they really add up so it was a huge learning lesson in like what worked what i even wanted to do what i even wanted to talk about where i wanted like to go what my message was it took me forever <laughs> so that's you know part of the program is getting you on that path and getting you thinking like in the big picture now sometimes I think maybe the picture is a little bit too big these days but um you need to come down to earth uh but you know I I, I actually you know at least you kind of prove my point though uh, you know, you saw it when you when you interviewed all these women and and like you said, different walks of life, uh, different experiences, different niches, completely different businesses that are all kind of birthed out of the same uh, certification. And that's exactly you know what I'm talking about is is why you know, I, I want to grow the, the business like bigger and, and include all these different coaches because I am just one person with one perspective and one kind of experience in life. Um, so at least, yeah, you, you just kind of proved my point. You hit the nail on the head there, why it's necessary um, for me to, you know, have this, I guess, line of all-star coaches. Um, so yeah, Brooke, Sorry to to go on your original question. So much time, so wasted. <laughs> Can we maybe have another night where we sit around and we talk about all of the apps and filters and things that we use that we either love or we hate, so we can all share our experiences? Because you're right. Like there's and and every time you think you get something figured out, like. Facebook or Instagram turns around and changes their algorithm. Um, or the so, permissions. Or their That's permissions. That's a huge or, thing. Or the and then your Instagram or, gets shut down. Yeah. Yeah. It just goes on and on. So anyway, that's for another night. But woo, you're right. Um, content, creating content can be such a beast. Such a beast. Pop, do you have a question? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, this is very enlightening for me. Thank you so much. Um, I had a question, Jessica. Any um, recommendations on how to find clients for the coaching programs after people may graduate? Um, any general tips? Because I know that's the hard part. I, um, how do you get the clients coming to you? Do you go to them? Um, any strategies or ideas on that? Thank you. Yeah, definitely. I think that's actually a bigger question. It's kind of like the tip of the iceberg, and the iceberg has you know, that whole, that, that whole glacial part underneath the water that we don't see. So there's a lot of back work that needs to be done in order to find clients that 
you're actually going to serve and that are actually going to get value from, you know, your coaching and your program. So first and foremost, get clear on who you are and who you serve. And I think, you know, that, that we do that right in the beginning with uh, identifying the archetype of your client. And, you know, that could be anything from, you know, male, female, um, to are you okay with serving someone who is um, looking to moderate? Are you looking, like, what degree of sobriety are you looking to help someone? So getting really clear on who your client is, like crystal clear, like your life depends on it, because it does, right? And then the, the kind of second part of that is, is, is implementing your branding and marketing. So you, you have this, you know, the structure of who your client is, right? Well, where would that client be? And it's really funny because most of the time it's aspects of you that, that that's your client. So thinking back to like, where do you hang out? Like, are you in Facebook groups? You know, are you on Facebook? Are you on Instagram? Are you on Snapchat? Are you on TikTok? That also comes down to demographics, right? There's definitely a younger demographic on Snapchat, TikTok, and Instagram than there is on Facebook. So being aware of that. Um, and then, you know, what providing value and how do you talk to this ideal client of yours? How would you want to be talked to, you know, in, in your very beginning days of, of maybe being sober, curious, or, or your day one? We often forget because you know, we're, we're kind of further along in our journey, right? We forget what it's like to be at the beginning. So thinking like, what would you need to hear to kind of get your attention? There isn't really like a, a science or like a mystery to this. It's just knowing who your client is, how to talk to them, and then where to find them. And maybe maybe it's not online. Maybe it's, it's more like in person. Maybe it's having flyers at your local coffee shop. Maybe it's, you know, thinking of places where, where you've kind of gone or where you pay attention to. Um, so kind of solving things like that. Um, I wish there was, you know, just a one straight answer, but that's not how it works, right? We're, we're all here to attract different people. So we really need to attune to that and, and be specific to to that person that we're searching for. Thank you that, very much. Does that Perfect. answer it? Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Cool. Okay, I have another question, um, and we we haven't gotten to this part, so I'm assuming it's going to be covered in in the course. But um, you know, with with addiction issues and substance abuse, there's often you know a lot of people have co-occurring disorders. And mental health issues, there can be a lot of them. How do you know to gauge as a coach when somebody needs more help than you know that you're able to give? More professional help, shall I say? Yeah, for sure. And at least we we kind of we kind of talked on this actually in the very first call of like what a coach is and what a coach isn't, and what you know, what your responsibilities are and what they're not. So, if, you know, there was any mental health issues popping up, such as, you know, depression or anxiety, which are pretty common, 
that is above your head, right? You're not a doctor, you're not a clinical psychologist, you cannot advise on that. However, you can tell your clients like, hey, I think it would be wise for you to go to your doctor and talk about these things or find um, like a psychologist or have you considered medication, you know, putting that bug in their ear and planting that seed um, to get further, more detailed help. Um, and, you know, this stuff, this stuff comes up all the time. You know, anxiety comes up all the time. Social anxiety comes up all the time. You know, when we get talking to our clients and when we, when we get in there, because we've built this trust and rapport with them. So, you know, ad- advising them to seek um, higher, a higher degree of help. That is your job. You're not, your job is not to take that on. You're here to coach them to their goal, which is, you know, depending on, again, your ideal client, is that moderation? Is that abstinence? I don't know. That's up to you. That's in the archetype that you've drawn up for your client and what you feel comfortable handling. So, again, uh, it's, if it's above your head, I mean, you can talk about it in from your personal experience. But again, you're not a doctor, so please um, outsource accordingly. And you're right; we did talk about that in week one. It just seems like so long ago now, but I'm sure oh, I have it in my girl. Notes. Come on, girl. I think I was—I was, I was <laughs> like, I had it between coach and sponsor. I got it mixed up, but you're right; you did, you covered it, you covered it. I just wanted everyone here to hear it as well because um, we do have to be really careful, right? Because we are. We do. You know, we do. we're not all firing on all cylinders, myself included. So, yeah. And you don't want to make promises that you that you can't live up to. Right. Like, that's just wrong. Like, that is not exactly how to build trust with anyone. <laughs> exactly. Well, does anyone from down below have a question they would like to come up and answer? Brooke or Pop, do you have any more questions? I do. I do have more questions. <laughs> um. So you've done a really, really good job, Jessica, of building a community and showing up and being present and kind of putting yourself out there. Um, I know you're taking a bit of a step back now, but you you host a podcast like you're a very, um, you're okay being visible, let's say, or your brand being visible anyways. Um, is that important if you want to become a coach? And maybe what are the characteristics that someone would want to have if they want to be a coach? And what if like... What would make someone not a good candidate to be a coach? Ooh, okay. Lots of questions there. Um, first of all, being visible. Do you mean like being like personally visible, like like myself? Like being online, having an online presence. I think some people have a difficult time with that. And so I'm wondering if that's important to putting yourself out there as a coach if you want to like attract clients is having an online presence important. I know you touched on that a little bit, but maybe going okay. a little more in depth and then, yeah. What sorry. Would... I, sorry. I, I got cut off. I don't know why I got kicked out of the room. Oh, <laughs> um, okay. Let's start off. Okay. If you want to base your business kind of around yourself and your, your personality, is that, is that what I'm yeah, like how how important like being is being the face of your business. Basically. Exactly. How important it is to put yourself yeah. out there and be visible if you want to be a coach. Yeah, for sure. I don't think um I don't think you necessarily have to be like personal about it. I think you can build a brand um that 
that doesn't have to have a face necessarily attached to it. Um, I think you would want to get really solid on the marketing and the branding then. Um, I don't know if I would really like, for me, it's not really like a my favorite thing to have my face attached to a sober girl's guide and not, and not because like of anything bad. I think for me, um, I've just kind of come to this like realization that it's, it's not about me. (laughs) It's like I said, it's not a one woman show. It's about the community. And it, for me, I really love that. Um, I love, you know, in terms of being personal, I love sharing uh, my knowledge and experiences with people, but I don't necessarily need to be uh, the poster child or the the face of my my business. Um, and I don't think anyone else needs to either. I think it's whatever you feel comfortable with. But if you are going to go that route, if you are going to, um, you know, maybe name your business uh, your personal name or something like that, like make it very personal. Um, just be aware, like there's a lot of responsibility and accountability that comes with that, which, you know, is par for the course. Um, and be kind of like willing, like if you're not super stoked on being, sharing all your personal stuff, um, you know, and you build your business around that, like that's going to affect you. That's going to, that's kind of going to bite you in the ass. So you know, either go all in or, or, or don't, I say, you know, you got to commit either way. Um, but I think that that comes with time and experience. I think in the beginning, I was really basing it off of myself and because I didn't, I just didn't know any other, I I mean, this was a couple of years ago. Like uh, that was like, just kind of brand new. No one talked about sobriety. Like it was cool. (laughs) Um, so, yeah, I don't think it's necessary to to be the face of your of your business. Um, but if you're not going to go that route, just be really strong on branding. Have it be recognizable that that is your your brand and your company. Does that answer your question? Or that answers one of them, right? Yeah, yeah. And the second question, is there anybody that shouldn't become a sobriety coach? Like, you're, if you have these qualities, you probably don't want to become a sobriety coach. I mean, that sounds oh, bad. Oh, yeah. But, I mean... If you don't, if you are not empathetic, um, empathy is a huge part of the job. If you don't enjoy talking to people, if you don't, God, yeah, if you don't like being working on a computer, um, this job is probably not for you. If you don't like being creative, if you don't like talking about what you're doing, but I mean, this also comes with any kind of online business or business per se. But yeah, I would say if you don't enjoy really genuinely being empathetic and listening to people and helping them to achieve their goals, then coaching is not in the stars for you, honey. Brooke, you know you have all that in spades, though, right? You do know that, right? <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm really excited, actually. I, I 
yeah, I never really saw myself as a coach, but then taking the program, it's like, oh, you know, I have some things to offer people and I don't know. It's just cool. I really love what you're doing. Thank you so much for creating a space for sober women to get together, to like connect with each other and now to create businesses and, you know, give back to our communities and, you know, not have to do it alone. Yeah, man. Um, can I also add one thing? And this is like a really funny question or a comment I get all the time. And I just want to touch on it because I think it's hilarious. This program is not an MLM program. <laughs> this is not, this is not that. Yeah, this is not that at all. You, you know, you, you won't be having to pay percentages or whatever, or any of that like nonsense. This is like, you are fully like on your own, you know, of course you have the support of me and, and your group members, but you're going to run your own business, meaning you take the profits. Like this is your baby. I give you the skills, the structure and, you know, the, the, the know-how to go about it and, and really start your own business. Um, This is not an MLM never will be never has been just want to clarify <laughs> you people really i mean they must people really ask you that yeah that's wild to me but i guess i mean yeah i mean i don't know if you read like about it i don't know does it scream mlm i don't think so no, i don't there is no. nothing about percentages like it is all no, no. yeah that's yeah. so funny. I like, think fascinating. on my archetype, I put down joins a bunch of MLMs. So you did. You did. You, did. <laughs> you absolutely did. If any of those women come to you again, just send them my way. I'm just kidding. They might be my okay. ideal client. <laughs> Rock on. Um, if you guys want me to share the surprise, are we wrapping up? Yeah, we're we wrapping up. It's yes, please. Okay. So. I am really excited because I really respect her a lot. And I think she's just so brilliant and she's so patient and kind. And I love her demeanor. Um, Does everyone know Jill from Sober Powered Podcast? Yes. Okay. So Jill and I have teamed up and we will be offering a podcast class called podcast power and it is a fantastic self-paced course to give you the ins and outs of starting your podcast building your podcast monetizing your podcast and she is like a freaking genius at like seo and getting your podcast like ranked she has like a number it's like in the top one percent of podcasts like her reach is just is crazy like she's done such a great job with her podcast and she's been a speaker for buzzsprout and podfest and so she is just like a rock star in the podcasting department and she has agreed to team up with uh sober girls guide academy and we are launching uh this fantastic podcast course in the next two weeks and I'm so excited. I I can't wait to take it. <laughs> She's just brilliant. <laughs> oh. Like, whoa, mind-blowing. Yeah. She's like legit legit a scientist, isn't she? Yes. She's so freaking and so smart. She's yeah. super 
Yeah, she's super analytical. She goes through like everything with like the utmost detail and she's so patient and calm. Like she's the best teacher ever and she just yeah, she's just very it's just really easy to learn from her. I'm so excited. That is that. really exciting. That is really exciting. Yeah. So podcast power coming at you. Yeah. All right, Jessica. Really so and let's um and Andrea and Elisa, let's everybody share where everyone can find you at and follow you at before we close. Andrea, take it away. Plug it, girl. Okay. So my company is coaching.com. My Instagram is at Awaken You Coaching. And then on my website, you will find the link to a Facebook group that I also have for sober and sober curious women. Sorry, could you say the website one more time? It it uh, cut out for me. Oh, I'm sorry. Of course. So it's awakenyoucoaching.com. Love it. Lisa, come on down. All right. And so for me, my business is called Goddess Growth. So you can find all my stuff on my website, www.goddessgrowth.com. And it's G-O-D-D-E-S-S. And then my Instagram is goddessxgrowth. And um, during different months, I do meditation. So I think in November, I'm going to start again doing um, morning meditations, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. If anybody wants to join and just meditate live together. <laughs> Love it. And I can be found at a sobergirlsguide.com. Um, that's kind of the hub for everything for the blog, um, the uh, academy, and merch, and all that good stuff, and the podcast. And then on Instagram at a sobergirlsguide. And Jessica, I noticed that your your website got a little facelift recently. Do you want to tell me about that? Oh my gosh, thank you for asking. Yes, it did. The fabulous Brooke waved her magic wand and updated the website. Um, remember how I told you I you know, kept just love to try and be techie and spend countless hours on things that I'm not great at? Well, Brooke came along and she really helped me with that and cleaned it up and it looks awesome. I couldn't be happier with it and she's so freaking amazing at what she does so definitely check out brooke um sober biz babe she rocks well now i'm blushing thank you guys so much um it was it was a ton of fun and uh yeah it was really cool to get to know your business kind of inside and out doing that project i really enjoyed it thanks for the plug guys i wasn't expecting that yeah well thank you again to our special guest um, for the full article on the interview with the seven sober gals that went through this course, you can find it at thesobercurator.com. And we can all come off mute and go off in our uh, what is now our normal way of saying bye. 
Bye, guys. Thank you, Elise, for Bye. having us. Bye. Bye. Thank awesome you. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Have a good night. I love you with every beat of my heart. And I swear. We really need to have a karaoke night. <laughs> Happy birthday, Katie Mac, wherever you are. Happy birthday, Katie. Pop, did, birthday, Katie. Pop did you not write Katie Mac a rap? Because she did that for you for your birthday. <laughs> is today her actual birthday? No, it's her two years sober. Oh, oh okay. Oh, right, right. <laughs> her, second, her second two years sober. Right. I yeah. definitely shouted her out for that. I got shit. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But I, I will work on something for her. I'm going to hook her up. <laughs> I love it. Bye, guys. This podcast is made in collaboration with The Sober Curator, an online magazine and your go-to source for sober pop culture resources. Fucking Sober Podcast, the first 90 days. Sober Biz Babe, web design branding and networking for your sober biz. The Creative Sober and the Creative Sober Podcast. And the Sober is Dope community and podcast. Please check out our show notes for links to all of these fantastic sober run businesses.